Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, songwriter. Welcome to The Hang. This is an interview that is hosted on the songwritingpro.com website with an industry pro. Now, I'm going to share a little bit of this with you because I think it'll be entertaining and inspiring and informational and help you on your songwriting journey. If you want to see the whole video and all the previous and future episodes of The Hang, you can just hop on over to songwritingpro.com and join today. Start your 14-day free trial. We'd love to have you join us. If you're already a member, just log in, go over to The Hang in the member area, and you can watch it. If you're not a member, now's a great time to join. All right, let's get to The Hang. Our guest today has earned Grammy nominations and has had his songs recorded by some of the biggest names in country music, from Toby Keith and Ronnie Millsap to Craig Morgan, Steve Azar, and James Otto, including the Grammy-nominated Billboard 2008 Most Played Country Song of the Year, Just Got Started Loving You, by Warner Brothers recording artist James Otto. The song was named to Billboard Magazine's Greatest 100 All-Time all-time country songs and was billboard's most played country song of the decade from 2008 to 2018 that is strong jim femino thanks for hanging with us today oh my pleasure thanks for having me brent hey this is good i'm getting to know you a little bit now because right. we hadn't we hadn't written before we haven't uh, really met face to face yet so this is fun yeah no we should probably do that you know like you know, like the shirts. Remember a couple of years ago, everybody had those shirts running around and said, hey, we should write. We should write. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Which also doubles as a music row pickup line. It's the same thing. Yes. I'm assuming yes, that's exactly. not the case here, but yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. My wife wouldn't appreciate that. I Neither would mine. <laughs> very, very confused. So, all right, Jim, my, my goal for uh, the hang today is to inspire, educate, and motivate our fellow songwriters. Writers all right, that want all right, to- all right, stop right there. Stop right there. All right. Now, you see what you look like and you see what I look like? Mm -hmm. You want to motivate songwriters? Okay. (laughs) You're what you look like at the beginning of the journey. This is what you look like at the end. Of the Are you sure that's inspirational? No, I'm kidding. Sorry. You're like, and I'm only 20 years old, and I've been in the business for two years. And exactly, and I'm 31. Done, right? I mean, I am. I mean, this is like horrible. This is what happens to you. Like, anyway, I've, I've seen that that meme going around of you know some definitely uh, you know senior citizen, um, and it's like this is Bill. Bill's been in the music business for you know five years, and he's 25 years old or whatever, you know. And it's, yeah, he looks like he's 108. Craggly looks like he's 108, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, but that's good though. This is this is good. This is already starting off real, and that's what I want to do today is just have a real conversation. You know, it's it's like we could dive into all the cuts and stuff, but I also want to talk about process and and how and just kind of the reality of what your version of the songwriter's life is so people just kind of pull back the curtain a little bit and get the ups mm-hmm. and the downs and and hopefully some some nuggets and some value that people can take and apply to their careers and and use that um, where they want to um, go so um so you ready for that i i you know i was born ready brent all right good deal so we're going to dive right in with the cuts and the bruises so this is where every time on the hang here we start off with uh you know, your best or favorite story of getting the cut. So for whatever reason that whatever might be your best, it doesn't have to be a biggest song. It might be, but whatever is like 
one that stands out to you as a favorite story. And then the flip side of that is a music business bruise, whether it's not getting the cut, the whatever, we all got them, right? Yeah. So you know what I'm talking about. So we're going to press on a bruise here in a minute, but first let's, let's start off with the positive. So can you give me one of your favorite stories of, of getting the cut? Uh, you know, rather than of getting the cut, uh, you know, I'd like to, uh, uh, one of the questions I get asked a lot over the years is, you know, what's my most successful song? What's my biggest, you know, hit and everything. And, you know, I've been blessed, you know, my good Lord has taken care of this chubby little song, you know, but uh, he, uh, you know, success, it depends on success has different meanings in people's lives. Like, yes, mm-hmm. I've had, I've made a ton of money, more money than people should make writing songs. Uh, but the song, the one song that w- when I thought about that, when you first asked me that, it was like, it was a song that I wrote that I never even demoed. I never even, uh, I, there's a work tape of it. I, I, mm-hmm. I threw up me one time sitting in the studio kind of drunk just hammered just threw it up on youtube a video of me just screwing around of a mm-hmm. song that i wrote with philip white years and years ago called smile mm-hmm. and, it's, and um like i said never demoed it never pitched it or anything but that song uh, i got a an old fan of mine from when i used to be an artist uh sent me an email one day saying that you're not gonna uh, you're not gonna believe this but uh chip her husband had accidentally run over her their son with a bulldozer. Oh gosh! And and the kid he, he had run him over. That he had he owns a construction company. The dad, and uh, he was in a wheelchair. And they said he would never walk again. And blah 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 blah. Well, one day his mom Pam goes walking in to bring him his lunch, and he's sitting at his desk across the room. And he says, "Mom, stay there for a minute. Watch. I want to show you something." And he gets up out of this wheelchair. And he walked towards her Wow! and she drops the food. He's crying. She's crying. And, you know, and, and she's like, Oh my God, how did you do that? How are you walking? They said, you couldn't, you didn't walk again. And she said, you know, that friend of yours, Jim Femino. And she says, did he give you drugs? (laughs) (laughs) He is in the music business after all. He has access to all kinds of stuff we've never heard of. Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And he says, no, no, mom, no. He's like, he's like, have you ever heard that song of his smile? And she said, I don't know. I've been listening to him for a million years, probably, but she hadn't because I never played it out or anything. And he said, well, hold on. So he, he found the video on YouTube and he played her this video and uh, of me singing that song, you know, in the studio. And she said, well, what does that have to do with anything? And, and she said, and he said, Somewhere in the words to that song, I found the will to want to walk again. And I've been practicing getting out of my chair for like the last three months. And I just listen to that song. And every time I listen to that song, it gives me the will to keep going. So the reason I'm telling you that story is, to me, that's my most successful song. Uh, Because it got a kid out of a wheelchair. Uh, It gave a mom, her son back, as it were. Uh, but not only that, the reason I tell you that story for the sake of you guys watching is, you know, we sit down, we write great songs. We write songs that suck. We write songs mm-hmm. that are stupid. We write songs that are silly. We just, you just write it all. Mm-hmm. And you never know. You never know. I mean, I believe that we're, and this is going to sound really crazy for the sake of this conversation, but I believe we all came here with a gift. We're all angels. Everybody says you can't see angels. I think that's bullshit. I think we're all angels here to help somebody else on the planet. We don't necessarily know who, Mm -hmm. how, or why that's going to happen, 
But in the case of this song, Smile, when I wrote that song, I had absolutely no intention of it getting a kid out of a wheelchair or, it, yeah. or it, you know, it just, it was just a song we wrote one day and blah, 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 blah. So my point is to all you, the members, all you guys that are out there watching this, you know, write that stupid song because that stupid song that you think is stupid might be the very thing that gets a kid out of a wheelchair someday. And you know what, with all your awards and, and like, I have a wall, just like mm-hmm. my ball of humility back here. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, what, what is, uh, <laughs> Jamie, not Jamie O'Neill. Um, Stephanie Bentley has a, her and her, her ex-husband who's the drummer for diamond Rio has a whole room. It's just, you know, you know, platinum and gold album. Yeah. And it's the first room you see when you walk in the house and she says, yeah, that's our dig me room. <laughs> welcome to the dig. Welcome to the dig me room. <laughs> <laughs> right. But what I was saying was, you know, you know, with all the successes that you will all have, all you guys that they will eventually, you know, God willing, you'll all have a whole bunch of success and everything. Mm-hmm. And you'll realize that uh, the one that rocks your world might not be the one that made you the most money or the one that got you the most awards or any of that stuff. But anyway, write those silly songs and do uh, bring good into the world because that's why you're here. You were given Man. a gift for a reason. Use it. Thank you for sharing that. I think that's great and and a really important reminder that some of your, I mean, for most writers, their favorite song never gets recorded anyway, right? Boy, ain't that the truth? Uh, yes. And then the other side is your most important song might not get recorded either, uh, but it can still change somebody's life. And that's, yeah, that's better than anything that's on a wall. I mean, that's something that, you know, change a whole family tree kind of thing, right? Uh, which is awesome. So thanks for sharing that. Now, what a great story. Uh <laughs> Enough of that uplifting stuff. Now, yes, let's get miserable. There let's I was. Miserable. Let's press on a Toby. bruise. There I was it... naked, me and Toby Keith in a phone right. <laughs> Like, how do you like me now? Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. So this is the other side. This is the music business bruise to let people know it's not all getting, you know, healing the lame and, you know, getting people out of wheelchairs and getting songs on the radio <laughs> and stuff. There's, there's the other side of it as well that we have to buckle up for. And so we just like to show that flip side here. Well, let's see. As far that's a um, God, where to begin? <laughs> the most people are like, I, I, I have to weed through a lot. To, to well, that's through. why I'm trying to think. What can I say that doesn't get me sued? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Let's not. I don't want to be claimed in any sort of lawsuit. So, um, and you can leave names out if you need to. Yeah. Well, I will actually, you know, you know, actually, okay. I have. Uh, I guess the worst, the the heartbreaking, the biggest heartbreak part has been uh, not once, but three times in my career. I have, uh, I always work, I, I get, I work in camps with artists, you know, like Toby, John Michael Montgomery, and mm-hmm. Jamie O'Neill, and like I, you read off earlier, all stuff. I always like work in camps. That's just the way I've been for the last 30 years. And, uh, one particular artist in general who will remain nameless. Mm-hmm. Um, I brought in, I always bring in starters. I bring in song ideas to them and say, Hey, I've got this. What do you think of this? Hey, what do you think of this? You know, and it's, mm-hmm. if it's something that rocks their world, then I'll finish it with them, which gives them, by the way, a financial reason to maybe want to record your song as opposed to just bringing them a song. Exactly. Now they have part ownership in it and that opens up another revenue stream and and you know the ego stream as well. Hey, I wrote this. You know, so that may be part of their story as well. Which is actually, if you can make it feel like it was their idea, even though, man, which I which I've done several times too. But mm-hmm. um, 
three times I have brought in, uh, say, verse chorus, verse chorus things. And uh, now, no, they pass on that. And then all of a sudden, on the new record, there's my melody. Mm -hmm. there, there was my lyric slightly rewritten there was my chorus and it's like and three and 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 they were and the part that hurts is that they were big singles they were hits mm. <laughs> and it's like giggle remind me not to hit you with a chair next time i see you for stealing my shit and saying it was somebody else oh man uh, but that happens a lot. And as I'm sure you get in the questions in your, you know, in your gang, you know, like, you know, when should I copyright and, mm -hmm. you know, how should I protect myself and blah, 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 blah. Within the music industry, uh, guys and girls out there, um, thievery is not only rampant, it's, it's kind of like the air you breathe. <laughs> you know, it's just part of the business. So, um, it's it's kind of it's it's the bitter pill you have to swallow that goes along with the lobster tails that you get to eat later on. Mm -hmm. uh, so I guess I'd just leave it at that. That and mm -hmm. the only other one that was really really bizarre was uh, I wrote a song as a joke uh, with Toby Keith actually mm -hmm. uh, called "I Don't Understand My Girlfriend," which was a take off an old Jimmy Buffett song. Uh, I wish I had a pencil tan mustache. Oh yeah, I love that song. Yeah, yeah. We just we wrote it as. A, we wrote it as a joke. The two of us, you know, we were out partying all night. Shit, so it's like four o'clock in the morning. We're sitting on the bus and we write this. Mm -hmm. I don't understand my girlfriend. She don't understand me too. Didn't think a damn thing of it. Next thing I know, it ends up on the Dream Walking album. Mm -hmm. And um, they didn't single it, but he wanted to single it. But I was like, when I saw that it went on the album, I was mortified because it was like, no, dude, I don't want my name associated with that song because it's like so ridiculous so in the <laughs> end I end up with a seventy thousand dollar check because that's back you know mechanicals that's back when albums were selling yeah and this, gold, and this gold record and this buddy of mine walked into my studio one day and i'm standing there son of a bitch i can't fucking believe put that out <laughs> and he's like what's the matter and i'm like and i'm like i'm like dude he put that song on that record i, I just don't believe it. and he said hold on a minute hold on a minute and my buddy Fritter, he said to me um He's like, let me get this right. So you've got a, a gold record mm -hmm. and a $70,000 check and you're pissed off. Right. Why? He said, is your artistry being offended? <laughs> right. like, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> he says, I'll tell you what, I got two foot lockers full of artistry that I will trade you for that gold record and that $70,000 mm -hmm. check. And as soon as he said that, I was like, yeah. Good point. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. We uh, it was not anything like a record that big, but uh, Buddy and I wrote a song for uh, you know a legendary artist, and you know he he cut it and you know he made some modifications to it. Did not add himself as a writer or anything. We still that's have cool. the writer credit, but you know he he kind of made it his own thing. And you know, so my buddy and I were talking about. It. He's like, ah, you know, there's some choices he made that uh, I just wouldn't. You know, he's like, ah, I don't know. I was like. Dude, we did our jobs. We got him to cut it. I'm like, that's my, I got to let go of it. It's kind of how I look. It's like, that's my job. If we alley-ooped and he dunked it after that, sweet. Or if we hit a three-pointer that's nothing but net, either way, it goes in the net. I get my points. And, you know, that's my job. I, I can't get too upset about that because that's, you know, that's a high-class problem. 
If you would like to hear the rest of this interview or hear all past and future Hang episodes, join songwritingpro.com today. Before we go, let's leave you with a little word from one of our members. Songwriting Pro is where it's at. It has helped me do amazing things, much more than I ever thought. I knew I had the potential. I knew I had good songs. Songwriting Pro's made them better. With Brent's help, the community, the education, and the access to publishers, writers, professionals in songwriting and the music business, there's nowhere you can't go. If anything, you'll learn more. So I'm urging you, check it out. A lot of times, you can check it out for free for a week, 10 days. Why would you not do it? Just do it. Check it out. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.